Good morning. Um, yesterday we finished off the we well, we began and finished the sugya of smichas ga'ula connecting um, the redemption from its rhyme, the bracha shema with the bracha of God Israel together with the uh, with tefillah. And we ended off we ended off with the toastus yesterday in which we saw as the rosh says that um, and the way we paskin is that one should endeavor to be semich ga'ula tefillah to put the two of them together. Just to um, <coughs> briefly cover a few, some guidelines for, for the halachas you'll see on the handout there. By the way, any handouts for this, I have put at the top where, where, where this is taken from. Generally, it should be at the top. Um, but obviously, it goes without saying, this is not to be taken as a final halacha. Check up anything. If you've got any doubts, check with the rov. Even more, more, more importantly, it's a guide, nothing more than that. So let's just cover a few, few brief points and then we'll move on. Um, number one, um, well, we've covered the first point. Number two, I should say. Are there, is there anything that one can put between Gu'ur and Tfilah? So as we saw in the Gemara, one thing is Hashkivenu. Hashkivenu, since it's uh, davening to Hashem, that he should protect us from harmful spirits at night, that is seen as an extension of Gu'ur. It's an extension of Gu'ur. Then we spoke about Baruch Hashem Le'olam, which we explained yesterday, that um, Chazal, it's not so clear when it was instituted exactly, but um, it was instituted at some time because of the dangers uh, in the fields where they used to daven, and people would um, either latecomers or because the general, the, the congregation together would, would daven Baruch Hashem instead of Shemana Esrei, which would then be followed by Kaddish. The question is, nowadays obviously we don't have Baruch Hashem, we don't have this danger, so should we be saying Baruch Hashem, or maybe not, maybe this whole Tzfilah acts as a hefzik, acts as a division and an interruption between the Gur and the Tzfilah. So there were Rishonim such as the Ramban, and I think the Rashbam as well, that they would not say it. And so that's, that's the custom in Eretz Yisrael, as is the, the, the Menach HaGrol, the Menach of the Volnagon, which is what in Eretz Yisrael uh, people follow, they would not say it. As we'll see, the Vilna Gaon does not, he was much more he was much more stringent on interrupting between Gu'ud and Tzvila. Um And certain Chutzlaret, there are various, obviously there's different Minhagim, some places do not say Baruch Hashem Le'olam between Gu'ud and Tzvila, as, as we said in Eretz Sohar, and the Ramban, and the Rashban. However, as is the Minhag in this shul, and um, many, obviously many Ashkenazi uh, shul, is that we do say it. And the reason is, they say it's because once it was instituted, it becomes a part of the tefillah, it becomes a part of the Gu'ullah, an extension of the Gu'ullah, and therefore there's no problem. One other one is Vishomru. On Friday night, we say Vishomru on Yom Tov, Ba'idaber, between, between Gu'ullah and tefillah. We say it just after Hashkivenu. Now again, you'll see, the pattern continues, the Vilna Gaon does not say it. In Eretz Yisrael, they don't say Vishomru. I think the Hasidim do, but... Uh, the non-Chasidim in Eretzol, as is, was the custom of the Vilna Gaon, would not say it. Um, whereas we do. Why? So the Torah in Reish Samach Zayim says the reason is because, once again, it's got a connection. Number one, it's a continuation of Hashkivenu, because as we said, Hashkivenu is asking Hashem to give us protection. So we're saying, Veshomru Yisrael, if you guard Shabbos, says the Torah, Shabbos itself will guard you. And therefore that's point number one. And point number two is that the Shomru is a, has a very, very strong connection to God Yisrael because Chazal tell us if we keep two Shabbosas in the Zuchus, in the merit of keeping two Shabbosas, the final Gu'ula will come. So they've got a very, very strong connection to Gu'ula. So once again, says the Torah, there's no problem. 
But as we saw in Tosfus, the Rosh says the same and is brought loud local. We don't interrupt with anything else. You can't just interrupt in the middle, unlike there were one or two Rishonim, Ka'inim, who said the one could. Is there anything which is permitted to say in between the two to talk? And the answer is yes. Anything which is Lutzerech Tefillah, which is there for the necessity of Tefillah itself, would be Mutter. For, for example, when it comes to time for the Saint Talmata, the Shamash or somebody will, will give a, some places they just bang, that's all they do. But no, we, we, we announce the Saint Talmata so that everyone should remember. How can you do that? The answer is it's necessary for Tefillah. So too on Rosh Chodesh, again, some places just bang, other places they will announce, Yala because it's necessary. What about Allah Nisim? Now this is the Chiddush. Because Allah Nisim, you may say, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? So somebody will miss Allah Nisim. You don't have to go back. You don't have to repeat Shemona Esri for that. So the Mishra Bura, he's bringing from the, from the, uh, the Nosei Kedim. It's not a problem. Still, Allah Nisim, you, even that is not a problem because at the end of the day, it's there for the, for the sake of Tefillah. Therefore, you can, uh, you can say it, in, you can announce it in between Gu'ud and Tefillah. Rosh Chodesh, yeah, but so let's, let's, so let's not use that. I mean, I picked, I picked Rosh Chodesh, but yeah, uh, let's take Cholamot. Yeah, you're right, you're right. In Rosh Chodesh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the cover, correct. Um, what about um, between other brachas? Is Marev just more lenient? Because obviously, as we said yesterday, it goes without saying, this whole thing is all in Marev. Shacharis, Smichas Kodel is absolutely mandatory, it's obligatory, you don't have a choice in the matter. You can't say anything in between, we can't add anything in between. <laughs> So this is all. So what about Imarev? Is, is it just the leniency Imarev, or is it Dafka between God Israel and Tefillah Imarev? And the answer is once again Dafka between God Israel between Gu'ul and Tefillah. But once you've said Baruch this is one important halacha. Once you've said Baruch as in the morning, even if you haven't started the Baruch Baruch Hashem or in the night with Hamarev Arovim, once you've said Baruch as long as you're planning to daven with, with that minion. You have, as far as we can tell, you're already in the middle of the brachos. You already started the brachos. The baruchu begins the, the brachos as far as we're concerned. And, I don't mean literally in the middle of the brachos, I mean maybe bein aprochim, but you no longer can make any hefzik whatsoever. Again, there's certain things, as with, but in the middle of the brachos, that's not our subject for now, what you can say in the middle of the brachos. But, as in the morning, there are halachos, what you can say, if you're in the middle of the brachas of Kriya Shema, or you're between one bracha and the next, whether you can answer or name, whether you can say Baruch Hu, Baruch Shema, etc., etc., the same halachas apply in Marif. Exactly the same halachas, which Be'ezus Hashem will come to, but it's not, it's not Negeat us. Whatever those halachas are there, the same apply in Marif. There's only one exception, and that is between God Yisrael, once you finish the brachas of Kriya Shema, let's say God Yisrael, between Gul and Tfilah, that's where we can be a little more lenient where it's necessary. That's a very, very important halacha. Um, now, what happens if a person arrives for Mariv late? He comes in, and the Tzibur have already began Mariv. So, let's go stage by stage. First thing is, by the way, this is, as I said, as opposed to Shacharis. In Shacharis, there's nothing to talk about. You have to have Gula and then Tfilah. So there's all there's halachs about with Pesukim de Zimra skipping bits etc. But Geula from after Baruchu you have to daven Kaseida in the correct order. The brachos of Shema, Shema, then the brachos Emes and then through to Shemona Esrei. In Mariv, however, as we said, 
Marv is a little more lenient. Yeah, you're a Ben Olam you should try and be Semech Kodel but it's not absolutely obligatory. And therefore, something else can override it. And what's that other thing? It's called Tzfilo B'Tzibur. Davening Shemona Esri, together with the congregation, ideally actually starting it with them, that overrides Tzfilo B'Tzibur. And that being the case, it's like this. If you can find... Um, so let's, let's go stage by stage. If you've got, let's say you come in and the, 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 the tzibur are already in the middle of Shemona Esri. Well, then start davening, davening Shemona Esri straight away. <coughs> because even though you didn't start with them, it's clear that even davening with them, even if you started at it, it has some mile of tzibur of a tzibur. It's not necessarily quite the same. There is, I think it's a chazanish who says a major chiddush. He says, even if you come in and they've already finished, they finished, but there's one guy still davening. And he, you know, he latched on to somebody else. As long as there's one guy still davening, and you latch on to his tefillah, that's right, that's still called tefillah b'tzibu. It's, it's definitely not the same as davening with ten people, of course not, but it's got some level of tefillah b'tzibu. As long as you latch on to somebody who latched on to somebody else, latched on, and ultimately there was a tefillah b'tzibu to start with, there was no break, that has some minor tefillah b'tzibu. It's a chiddush, I think, paskant. But, um... Al-Kalponim, if they've started, well then you start Shema Essay, and you, afterwards you'll fill in, fill in the brachas of Shema with Shema. If you come in and they haven't started Shema Essay yet, let's say they're in the middle of Hashkivenu. So you say to yourself, well look, if I start davening Marev Kaseidah in the right order, I won't catch up, I won't finish in time to start Shema Essay with them. And you can't break <coughs> off in the middle of Shema, in the middle of the brachas. So there too, the same thing is, wait... Wait for them to daven Shemana Esri, you daven Shemana Esri with them, and then afterwards, you'll see the prophets of Shema with Shema. Okay, you've lost me, but before we go on, one very important halacha. This is only if you will not, if you cannot get a minion later. If you can find another minion, says the Mishnah Brewer, you don't have a hetter. You should daven Kaseda. So you've come in late, so okay, you have to pay the price. You'll have to daven, daven later. If you can't get a later minion, or you won't, um, or uh, there isn't a later minion, then proceed as we've said. Shemana Esri, and then you daven afterwards the brachas with Shema. What if, however, I come in and they've just started, they're in the middle of Shema, and I reckon, you know what, I can probably catch up with them. The only thing is, they're a little ahead, they've had a bit of a head start. I think I would be, by the time I get to the end of Ashkivenu, that's when they'll be up to Shemana Esri. <coughs> so there, again, the aloha is that what you do is you daven kaseda. In that case, you daven kaseda. Go in the correct order. And as for Baruch Hashem Le'olam Amin Ve'Amin, don't worry about that. That leave out for the time being, because Baruch Hashem, as we said, the Rambam, the Rashbam didn't say it anyway. Since they didn't say Baruch Hashem anyway, it's more lenient, and therefore you can leave it out. Should you say it afterwards? Says the Mishnah Brura. Yes, you should. It's a Morgan. I brought the Taz. They both said. Uh, at least one of them says very clearly, you can say it afterwards. However, an important halacha. The Vilna Gon disagrees. He says, you can't say it afterwards. If you're ready, Darwin, you can't say it. It comes beforehand. So, if you're saying it afterwards, says the Mishnah what do you do? On the one hand, the Wagen Avron, the Taz, one of them at least, says you can say it afterwards. The Vilna Gon says, you can't. So he says, you make a pshara. You make a compromise. You say it, but you don't end off with the Baruch Hashem at the end of the bracha. You say Yirei Neinu all the way to the end and just don't finish off with the final bracha, baracha to Hashem HaMarech B'chvedah. That you shouldn't say. But otherwise say it afterwards. Um, one, the last, last question is, what happens if you come in, here's an interesting shayla, you come in 
the tzibur have already done mincha. You come and you come running in, you miss mincha. They're, they're just starting marib. Now, obviously, you can't double marib because you haven't done mincha. So, what do you do now? You've got a couple of options. You could either just double mincha while they start davening marib. You'll double mincha. By the time you finish mincha, they'll be up to shmon esri or marib. And then you'll proceed, as we said above. Daven mincha, say the shmon esri or marib, and then afterwards you'll fill in the brachos of shema with shema. That's option number one. Option number two is, no, I've got a better option. What you should do is, you should wait, right? You should wait. And when the tzibur get to Shemona Esri Omariv, then you should have a mincha with them. Because then you get, you'll be, maybe that's called tefillah with tzibur. Because it, look, either way, you, one Shemona Esri, you're not going to daven with the tzibur. One of the Shemona Esri, you're going to have to daven on your own. So I could say like this. If I wait, follow this through. If I wait, and I daven mincha when they're davening Mariv, so they're davening the Mariv Shemona Esri, I'm davening the mincha Shemona Esri, we're all davening the same Shemona Esri, so that, that, that way, I'll get to fill up a tzibur, one of them, that's my one, and then I'll also be able to daven ma'ariv in the right order. I'll have smichas kol and Whereas if I daven mincha first, so I'll daven mincha on my own, I'll daven ma'ariv with them, so I'll get, that will be my one shman esri, but number one will only be ma'ariv, it's not the same as mincha. Mincha would have daven b'yechidus on my own. And number two is, I won't get smichas kol and because if I daven mincha now, I'm going to have to skip out the brachas of shema and shema. So what should I do? The answer is the Taz, the Morgan Avrom, the Shabura, they say it was a bit of a red herring there. It was a mistake. You can't daven mincha with them when they're davening Mariv and consider that tefillah b'tzibur. It's even, it's Tarati Dishatri, it's not considered tefillah b'tzibur. Says the, I think it's the Taz, he says, he may says, but you may say, yeah, but there's a mile of davening when the tzibur are davening. It may not be tefillah b'tzibur. Tefillah b'tzibur means I'm davening what they're davening. But there is a maida, it's, it's a very opportune time, it's a very masugaldika time to daven when the tzibbos will see later on. So maybe that, he says, that doesn't make a difference. They're davening, they're also davening right now. They may not be davening Shemona Esri. They're saying Shema with the brochas. So you're davening Mincha at the same time as that. That's also an opportune time. So therefore they all say, Per Echel, there's no arguments about this. What you should do is, you should daven Mincha B'yechidus. Daven Mincha on your own. Whilst they're they begin Mariv. And when they get up to Shemona Esri or Mariv, assuming you finished, or even if you haven't, when you, fi- when you finish, Davon Shemona Esri or Mariv with them, and then say the prophets of Shema and Shema afterwards. But once again, says the Mishnah Barah, all I've just said is if you will not be able to catch a minion from Mariv later. If you'll be able to catch a minion from Mariv later, well then, definitely it's better to wait till they're going to Davon Mariv, wait till they're going to Davon the, the the Shemona uh, Esri Omariv, assuming obviously it's not going to be too late. Right, if they're davening just before nightfall, just before Shkia, or whatever time you keep, obviously with that, that, that goes without saying. But, so when they get to Mariv, then you start your Mincha. Because it's still, it's, it may not be Mamash Tevila B'Tzibur, but it's still better. And that way, you'll be able to daven Mincha with them when they're davening their Shemona Esri Omariv. And you'll be able to daven Mariv, Peseida in the right order with a, with, a congregate, with a minion later on. That would be the ideal. But as we said, if you can't daven with the minion, Mariv later on, then proceed as we said. Mincha, daven on your own. Mariv, daven with the Tzibah, the Shemona Esrei. And then afterwards, fill in, fill in the brachos.
Yeah, but that, that, that is exactly what uh, is, they bring is not for the No, but he said no I'm saying, saying... No, no, I realise, but if you look, if you look, Mr. Brewer, I can't remember whether, whether the, the Mr. Brewer brings it, they say it's a culture came from, from, from uh, Musaf and uh, Shafas. Yeah, yeah, but this is worse. This is worse. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying to you. It's worse because it's Tarati Dasasri. Musaf and Shacharis is not Tarati Dasasri. They're different Shemana Esri's. But here it's Mamash Tarati Dasasri because if you're davening Mincha, you can't be davening Mari. Two completely different times. Musaf can be davening at the same time as Shacharis. That's why they say it's a Koshkin. Mincha and Mari is worse than Musaf and Shacharis. Yeah. It could be there are those who disagree, but I'm saying it's more than a wrong task, Mishra Brewer, La Locha, none of them disagree on this. Two questions. Does one say the Shomru on a Friday night be Hidas? As far as I know. Yeah, okay. It's I mean, do you think otherwise? No, no, I as don't. As far as I know, you can say the Shomru be Hidas, yeah. Because that ain't your minute. What's the same Shomru? Are you thinking of Vayichudu, maybe? That's probably why I'm. No, because of Vayichudu. Even that, the Chazanish says, says, he says, he, the. Now we've mentioned it by because you're asking about the shomru whether you should say whether you can say the shomru be echidus. So we're saying, I mean, as far as I know, I don't see any reason why not by because that's giving edus, that's giving testimony. Because um, the shomru is not that by is more of a testimony, so therefore you need two edus. So the Mishnah Brewer says if you've missed by when the tzibur, and he says you should have your shemayn esrei a little quicker so you could do it with the tzibur. But if you didn't finish in time, then get somebody else to say it with you. The chazanish says you shouldn't do that. I, I, be, I believe the, generally people do go to like the Mishnah Burra. He says you shouldn't because otherwise it looks like Mamash and Aedus. He says it's not Mamash and Aedus. I think, that's, I think that's what he says. Something along, he says you, the Dafka shouldn't go around searching for somebody. If you can catch on to somebody, then very good. If you hear two people doing it. But uh, that's Vayichudu because that's an Aedus. That's uh, more of a testament. So you need two people. But Bashomru is, uh, is different. Also, thank you. And the second one is a person from Chusar at Stavning in Etsusar where they don't say Baruch Hashem Yamin. Should he say it or not? So they, they talk about they, they talk about this. Um, I'm not sure. I did see they, they talk about this. Possibly you could say it after. I mean, especially because if you're going to miss the fiddle but then it definitely doesn't make any sense to say it. Alslos is going to do if you say it quietly. Maybe you could say it afterwards. With afterwards without with would be out of the broth. But I've seen they talk about it. You know, maybe I'll try and check up again. I, I don't want Okay, fine. Let's continue on now. Um, we're we're going to enter uh, quite a lengthy sugya of Agadita now. Going to try and move at a slightly quicker pace through the Agadita. I'm assuming people do not uh, want to go too too deep into the Agadita with all the marals and things like that. If uh, if otherwise, well, you can voice your opinion afterwards. But uh, I'll try and. Uh, um, Interlude with, with with some some various little ideas as we go. We're up to Daladomid um, base, the two dots, uh, two lines up from the middle middle size lines. Two lines up from basically two lines before the very wide lines. Omer Rabbi Avin, Omer Rabbi Loza, Omer Rabbi Avin. Said Rabbi Loza in the name of Rabbi Avin. Anyone who says Tehillah David, what we know as Ashrei. Anyone who says Ashrei every day, Shalish Pa'amim three times a day, some Rishonim do not have the gifts of Shalish Pa'amim, it's loved Afka three times. But anyone who says Ashrei three times a day, Muftach Lo'ishahu Ben Ha'olam Abba. He's guaranteed, he's assured that he will be a Ben Ha'olam Abba. 
It goes without saying, the Rabbeinu Bachai, which is brought, <coughs> that uh, says this is not, does not mean you just say the words Ashrei. It means you know what you're talking about. As with any, all these sort of things, it means you say it with Kavon, you understand what you're saying. If a person does that three times a day, some Rishonim say even not three times a day, then a person is assured to be a Ben Odom My time, or what's the reason? If you're going to say Mishum de Asya Ba'alaf base, because it's written in the order of the Alaf base, which the Maharashah explains, so what? The Alaf base are the letters which make up the Torah. They make up the Shemus of Akkadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore by, by saying Ashrei in the order of the Alaf base, that, if you want, taps into the power of Torah. So you may say that's the reason. So he says, in which case, Neymar, let us say, Ashrei Simime Doreth. Let us say, the uh, in Tehillim, Kapitel Kufyod Tess, which uh, the whole, the longest one in Tehillim, the Asyo Betamanya Apin. There you've got each letter's got eight times. Aleph is eight Alephs, then eight bases, etc., etc. So why do you pick it? Why do you pick Ashrei? Ashrei's only got it once, each letter. Now, the, the idea, seem, by the way, seems to be that um, the, the Rishay, Tosfus already says right at the beginning on Daf Base, he says that Ashrei is uh, is Torah. It takes us into Shemona Esrei from words of Torah. That's why before Musaf we say Ashrei. That's why before Mincha we say Ashrei. The Rishonim, the Rashba, and the Ritzva both say, they add to that. We only need We only really need that where you don't have smichas kula litfilah. Are you going to ask me? Are you going to ask me what about in? No, sorry, no. Hold on, is there any question? No. So in the morning we say it because it's part of sukkah de zimra. There's why we say it before and after, but the, the need for it in mincha is only because we don't have smichas kula litfilah, implying. That the idea of Ashrei, it brings us, it gives us the same um, advantage, the same potency as Smichas Kola which as we explained yesterday, what's the idea of Smichas Kola It's to bring Hashem close so that we can then make our request. So again, yeah, you're right. If you're late, it's not. It's going to be like like Imarif. If you're late for Mincha, then. To say Ashrei, uh, but to say Ashrei, you're going to lose Tefillah B'Tzibah, you wouldn't do that. But like with Maru, that the ideal is to have this Mikhas Kola Tefillah, or this Kedela Amit Tefillah, so therefore we say Ashrei first. So as we said, Smichas Kola Tefillah is to bring Hashem close. So therefore the idea of saying Ashrei has to be, uh, has to, be to bring Hashem close. So I think that's what the Gemara is first asking. It's saying, why, what's the mile of Ashrei? Because Ashrei goes in Aleph base. Oh, that connects into Torah, says the Marashal. And the Gemara says further on, on Dafches, it says that when the base Hamikdash was destroyed, where is the Shechina to be found? In the Dalit Amr Shel Halacha, i.e., where there's Torah. So the idea is by, by preceding it with Torah, with Ashrei, which connects into the power of Torah, maybe the idea is to bring the Shechina close. So it says the Gemara, in which case, you may as well say Kapitel Kufiyot Test, which has got eight times, eight being Lamalam and Ateva. So that it's even more powerful, that maybe that brings us, takes us out of this world, which is what we want to do before Tzfilah. With Yom Kippur, you shouldn't need it with a Shabbos Mincha. It's not, as I said, in Shacharis as well. We also see it's it's not uh, it's not the 
Well, no, I'll tell you why for a start, because in Shabbos Mincha, what if you're not davening B'tzibah? Shabbos Mincha, I mean, it's not, and especially if you, if you say it's not a chiyav on every yochid, that uh, leaning is a chiyav on the tzibah, then you definitely don't have, you don't have any guarantee of, you don't have the Torah. Same thing, if you were davening B'yechidus, leaning will never count as k'day l'amid k'tfilah. Are you saying so? Oh, sorry, sorry, right, the other way around. So why don't you? Um, I don't know. With with uh, Yom Kippur, I mean, it seems that the whole all the tefillahs really they do flow in. I mean, you don't see Olenu after Musaf either. You do. There are there are there are there are places which even do it in the middle of Shacharis. Hard to do it between Shacharis and Musaf, but. Uh, <laughs> But um, generally, places don't, don't do it. it seems Yom Kippur is, is a different, for some reason, it is, is completely different. Because we, we, we leave it till Ne'ila as well. I'm not, I'm not sure what the... I'm sure there's, there's, there's a, there must be a special reason there why, why we don't need it. Okay, so says the Gemara, so that can't be the reason, because then you should say Kapitel Kofi Yotes. So says the Gemara, Elo Mishum Ispe Per Se'aches Yodecho. Maybe the reason is because in Ashra we got a special, Per Se'aches Yodecho, which is an expression of Betochen. Ah, betochen. That also brings Hashem close. We say, Boruch Hagev Hashem Yiftach Hashem. You trust in Hashem. Boy Hashem Yiftach. Hashem will look after you. So maybe that's the reason. Peseach Yisodecho. Says Gemara. Well, then, then what's so special about Ashrei? Neymar, you could say Halal Agodol. Halal Agodol is Hodul Hashem Kito. The thing we say on. It's also from Tehillim. Kuflam Advov or somewhere there. Um, yeah, Kuflam Advov is that um, in. That uh, it's also got, um, we say it's on in Pesukah on Shabbos, right? Just before, um, before Ashrei, but, but uh, before Mizrahi David, before Raman and Tzadikim. That's it. So, um, so why do we say that? Dechsebe writes in it. No, saying lechem lechol also. It's also got the same idea. Hashem gives bread to all flesh. It's the same. Idea. What's the mile of Ashrei? Says the Gemara. You know why? Elam ishum de isbe tarati. Because it's got two. It's got both the Allah face. Which yes, Kapitel Kufiotes have, but it doesn't have in in Tehillim Kufiotes doesn't say any doesn't have this Milo Peseach whereas Ashrei's got both the Aleph base and the Peseach Hesodecho, whereas Kufiotes or Kuflam Advov in Tehillim they have one each but not both. Therefore, the Torah together with the Tochen that's the ultimate that's the best thing to have. Omar Rabbi Yechonon, Mipnei Malo Nemar Nun BaAshrei. Why do we not say the letter Nun in Ashrei? Answer the Gemara, because the letter Nun reminds us of the downfall of Sene Yisrael. It's a euphemism, means Klal Yisrael. Tzichsev, as it writes in a Pasuk, um, in Amos, it says, Nofalo, she has fallen, talking about Klal Yisrael, Knesset Yisrael, Loisosif kum basulas Yisrael. The basulas Yisrael, actually, the version of, of Yisrael, will no longer rise up. So the last thing we want to do in Ashrei is talk about letter Nun, which Nofla comes together, together with the letter Nun. Now there's an obvious question, Nu, what's the obvious question? Many Pesukim with a Nun with a Brachal. So you've got many Pesukim of Nun with a Brachal, that's one question. There's another question the other way is, to go through Eichel, every single letter has got, a, has got connection to downfall. This question was asked none less than the Rashba. The Rashba answers, it's in Shuvah, he's, 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 got, he's got an answer. I'd like, I'd like to suggest an answer in a second with one more question first. So the, the Rashba, it's in Shuvah, um, 
I think even possibly that's what's Rabbi Kivega, yes. Rabbi Kivega is assigned to Simon Memtes. He, he addresses the question there. So, but that's one question. Carries on the Gemara. The Ma'arova in Eretz Yisrael, Metarzi Lahochi. They answered up the Possek like this. They said you should put the comma in a different place. Nofla, she has fallen. Tulmat, Knesset Yisrael. And she will not continue to fall. You've got to add a few words. That's means she will not continue to fall. That's where you put the comma. And then, get up, O That leads us into the second question, which is, not my question, the Benish Chai asks. Uh, okay, yeah, true. But with, 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 with leaving the grammar aside, is what's the matter of What was the question? In Eretzol, they answered it. And what, what was the question? It should say, Darshi says the Ben Yehoyada. It should have said, In Eretzol, they darshan the Possek to make it more, more positive. What's the answer? An answer in Matarti means there was a question. What's the question here? So putting these two pieces on them, these two questions together, I think we could, we could suggest an answer. The first question was, the letter nun, there's many letters. What's, what's, uh, what's the nun? And as we said, nun is also, as you said, it's got, there's many nice nice in with the letter nun. And question number two is, what's metarzi lahochi? So I think the answer is, there's a Gemara in, in uh, Shabbos, I think it's Kuftala Domadalaf, which goes through the Aleph base and it explains what each letter, what it's, the, the, the uh, inner essence of that letter. And it says, what does it say about the letter nun? So the Gemara says there, I can find my, uh, I've actually got it written down, yes? It says, nun kufu, we know the letter nun has got two forms. It's got the nun kufufa, the bent nun, which is the, the one we write in the middle of a word. And then you've got the nun pshuta, which is the long, elongated nun. So the Gemara says, nun kufufa, nun pshuta, the bent nun, the straight nun. Nermon kufuf, it's nermon, it's trustworthy when it's bent. Nermon poshut, it's trustworthy when it's straightened up. What does that mean? So Rashi says, odum kosha, a kosha person, so Echliya's kofuk needs to be bent. He's got to be, have a novel humility, upono, um, uponov, so v'onov, and, and humble, v'sofaliya's poshot, v'zokuf lo'olam And in the end, he will be straightened up in olam In other words, if you want to be big in olam in this world, you've got to humble yourself. That's nun kofufa, be bent in this world. Nun pashutos, that's nemon kofuk, you'll be, if you're, Bent in this world, Nehemon Posh, you can, you can rest assured that in the next world you'll be sort of big and uh, proud in the next world. What do we see from this? We see that the letter Nun, the very essence of the letter Nun is Nefilo. It's the idea of being small, falling down. It's true, you've got many Psukim where, which, have a, which mention downfall, of course, but the letter Nun in its, its very essence is Nehemon Kofuf. It represents being small. And that's why, I mean, it brings this one possible, but you see that the letter Nun represents downfall, represents being coffled, being quashed, being subjugated, and therefore, we don't mention it in Ashri. But in Eretz Yisrael, they had a question. We said that the letter Nun also represents being straightened up, poshut. Now, in Loshan HaKadosh, we'd call this Nefilo L'Tzerech Aliyah. You read on L'Tzerech Aliyah. You go down in order, you descend in order to ultimately ascend. So, in which case, in this Posuk, 
there should be a remez, there should be a hint to an aliyah. Where's that in the Pasuk? If you're telling me the whole thing is the letter nun represents being, uh, being subordinate and being, uh, you know, having to, to bend down. So, but then in which case you should also see in this Pasuk something about the ultimate aliyah that we will eventually ascend. So that's Bumarov and Eretzisor Metarzi. They answered this question by reading the Pasuk like this. If you reread the Pasuk, you'll see that on the one hand, Noflosh, you did fall. But, there'll come a time when she will no longer fall. Kum, arise, Besulat Yisrael. That's the, that's the answer to the, to the to, so it says in it. That's Peshat and Eretz Yisrael. Metarzi Loch, they answered the Pasuk like this. They explained, this is where you see the two in the Pasuk. You see the Yerida and you see the Aliyah. Look at the next bit of the Gomorrah now. It fits beautifully in the next bit. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. We're not, we're not, we're not going with that. I mean, it's not. In the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's a, it's a, it's a remnant. Yeah. So Omer Rav Nachman by Yitzchok said Rav Nachman by Yitzchok. Afidu Hachi. Even so, Chaza David v'Somchon Baruch Hakodesh. David Hamelech. He gave them support for this Ruach Hakodesh. Shenem, as it says. The next pasuk is, it's right, it's true, we don't mention the nun. But what's the next pasuk after the mem? Is Somich, the sum of Hashem supports all those who fall. So we've got here, if it's beautifully, because what does the letter Samach represent? The Gemara in Shabbos says, continuing the Gemara there, so Samach, Samach, Anim. That Hashem supports the poor people. That's why we have the Samach there. Even though he didn't want to say the letter nun because it does represent at least in the times we're going through the nefila. Yes, that ultimately there will be an aliyah, but the letter samuch, as we said, does in its very essence tells us all about Hashem, the way He looks after, He gives support uh, to the uh, to the poor people. That's what David Hamelach says here. Same Hashem Hashem gives support to all those unfortunate ones. Therefore, it fits very very nicely through the Gemara. Next Gemara, Omer Rabbi Lozo Baravina. Yeah. Sorry. Well, the whole point of Ashrei is we're, we're, we're singing the, the praises of Hashem. It's, it's all about we want to obviously do it on a positive note because we want to gain connection to Hashem. The pasuk of Nefila represents us falling away from Hashem. It's the complete antithesis to what we're trying to gain through Ashrei. Ashrei Yeshve. I mean, I know Ashrei is a separate pasuk. But the way we, we begin it is with Ashrei Yoshevei Vesecha is we want to go into the house of Hashem. We want to, we're about to dump to use Hashem, we're about to come in, and Noflom means we're falling, falling away from Hashem. Talking about goddess, exile, and that, that we don't want to really mention at this time. Omar Rabbi Loza Baravino says Rabbi Loza Baravino Godol Ma'ashenem Abi Michoel It's greater that which, the, that which is said about Michoel who is the Malach, who is really our, our Malach, the one who's really the Klal Yisrael. It's greater what's said about him, more than is said about Gabriel. Because with Michoel it's written, and one of the Serofim, we'll call them Malachim, one of them flew over to me. And when it comes to Gabriel, it writes, the Ha'ish Gabriel, um, that, that posse is a posse, by the way, the first posse is a posse in Yeshaya. And then when it comes to Gavriel, it writes, because if it's written, Ish Gavriel, Isi Bechozen I think it's Daniel speaking here, the man Gavriel that I saw in the vision to start with, Muaf, 
He was lifted up flying. Now, with Michal, the first possible, which we're assuming is Michal, we'll see in a second how we know that, it says, he flew up, implying he did it in one jump. In one jump, he was able to achieve his mission. Whereas with Gabriel, it says, implying he had to do it in two goes. Ask the Gemara, me'ei mashma, once again the me'ei. From where is it mashma, tehai echod michoelhu? The first post, which says he did it in one go, where does it say that was michoel? It says the post, because we got, we got it, uh, it says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Echonon, asya echod echod. We've got uh, like a Gezeir Shavo, echod echod. Ksiv hoche, right over here, vayof elai echod min serofim, and one of these serofim flew over to me. Ksiv hosom, and it writes, it writes uh, in Daniel, that Michal, one of the original officers, Bola Azreini, um, came, Bola Azreini came to help me. So you see the word Echo when you're talking about the one, one implies apparently, implies it's Michal. Tana, it's been taught. Michal Ba'achas. Michal does his mission in one go. Gabriel Bishtaim, Gabriel does it in two. Eliyahu Ba'arba, Eliyahu comes, does it in four goes. And the Malachamovist does his in eight. But if it's the time of an epidemic, a plague, then the, the, the Malachamovist swoops through in one go. Now, all of these, they explain what's the significance one, two, the Marashal, uh, the Ben Yoyot, Alpida Arizal, Elon, Asek, Finistorium. I'll just point out one thing, just one thing I'll leave you to think about. Is Eliyahu, we said it's four. Eliyahu has another guy if he wants. And who's that? Pinchos. If you work out the gematria of Pinchos, work out the gematria of Eliyahu. Eliyahu is 52. Pinchos is 208. Which is exactly four times the gematria of Eliyahu. Eliyahu is in the, if you want, when he's, if, if you can say in a malach form, and Pinchos is when he comes down into the more physical form. I'll leave you to think about that. Maybe there's a connection there between, um, you have to check Pinchos is with the Yod or without Yod, I can't remember when I made the Gematria. You can work it out. 130, 190, it's with the Yod. Pinchos. With the Yod is 208. And the idea is, well, I'll leave you to think about it, it's four times, exactly four times, and we said here, and Yod does it in four, four stages. Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Now we're going to go on to the Sugya of Kriyas Shemash Alamitah. Omar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Even though a person has read Kriyash Shema in Shul, there's a mitzvah still to read it, the first paragraph, to read at least one paragraph when you go to bed. Omar Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi, where's the posuk for that? Because the posuk, many say before going to bed, Rigzu Loshim Rigzu, we're going to say soon, is an expression of, of antagonizing, of fighting, and don't sin. You've got to fight the Yitzhah and you don't sin. Imru vilvavchem, this is the part of the post that we need here. Imru vilvavchem al mishkavchem, say al levavecho, which is Shema, al, which says, say that al mishkavchem when you are lying down on your bed. Vidomu said, and then Vidomu means be silent, go to sleep. So you see, this is a, a remez at least to the idea of saying Kriyashma alamita. Omar Abnachman said, Abnachman, if the person is a Talmud Chacham, ain't sorry, he doesn't need to say Kriyashima. Because, as Rashi says, a Talmud Chacham, when he goes to sleep, what's he thinking about? He's going over all his learning. 
So that, the learning is the ultimate protection. You don't need to say Kriyashma. The whole point of Kriyashma Alamita is to give protection, as we'll see soon. Well, the learning is the best protection. The, the, the Gemara, the Gemara in Saita talks about the protection that Torah gives. Uh, a Talmud Chochum, the Gemara says in Baba Basra, one of the reasons doesn't have to pay the taxes for their protection. So Torah is Oim, Oim Anichom, or something like that, the Apostle says, that Torah is the, is the ultimate protection. Fine. Amar Abayi, Besod Abayi, Av Talmud Chochum, even a Talmud Chochum, Me Boye Le Lemeim Achad Pesuk Adrachamei, he needs to say at least one Pesukim, uh, one Pesuk of Rachamei of Mercy. Kagon, for example, or I.E., in your hands I will deposit my spirit. You have redeemed me, Hashem, Kel Emes, O God of Truth. In other words, we say this pasuk again. Many people say this. Say this pasuk. Uh, a friend of mine told me many, many years ago. I think when he was a child, that uh, Rabbi, Rabbi Feldman of uh, Golden Screen based Hamedish monks uh, always told him this. This I think he had as a kabod of from. Was it Dinah Bromsky? Maybe he was told as a child to say this. I can't remember, but it's a, I don't know if it's a skudov for becoming a big, big time of Chochom. This possibly be old say before going to bed. But uh, either way, says Abaye, even if you're a time of Chochom, you've got to say at least this one possible of the old Chav Remember this Gemara, because I think soon it's going to be, it will help us in answering a very big question. Let's continue on first. Omar Abedevi Barachama said, Sorry? It's similar to it, yes. So it's not, it's not the same pulse, but it, it's, it's similar. Yeah? It's a principal form of the pulse. Yeah, correct. Exactly. A person should always sort of uh, set the Yetzirah the Tov against the Yetzirah. In other words, don't wait for the Yetzirah to pounce. You've got to continually pound it. It's like a jack-in-the-box. If you leave it, it'll pounce out. You've got to push it down the whole time, quash the Yitzhara, let the Yitzhara to, uh, you know, beat him up. Shanem, as it says, first part of the Posik is, Rigzu, fight, Ve'al Tefetol. If you do that, then you won't come to sin. Now, in Nitzchah, if by doing that, just by simply, you know, let the Yitzhara fight, you're victorious, you're successful, then fine. That's good. Mutzah, um, then fine. Ve'im laven, if not, if you find it's just not working, the next eta is Yasek Batoro. Toro. Be Oisik in Toro. Busy yourself with Toro, and that will give you the protection from the Yitzhah. The Yitzhah. The Gemara says, Moshe le Beis Hamedrash. Drag the Yitzhah to the Beis Hamedrash, because Toro is, if it, it says, depending on what the Yitzhah is made of, Toro ultimately will beat up the Yitzhah. How do we know that? Shanem, as it says in the Apostle, the Apostle continues, Imru Vilvabchem. Say literally, say on your heart. But what's Allah That refers to Torah. The first and last letter of the Torah Shabbat is Lay. By the way, Ambracious is the base. Le'ene Kol Yisrael is the Lamas. They all said that's the Lay. Oh, so that's the next Eitzah. If that's, that's successful, then fine. Vim Laven, if not, next Eitzah is Yikro Kriyashma. Kriyashma is the next Eitzah. Kriyashima is more than just Torah. We'll see soon why. Kriyashima is more than just Torah. Shanema, as it says, al mishkafen. If the al didn't work, it didn't. Uh, the imra levavchem, the Torah didn't work on its own. Then you've got to say Kriyashima with it. That's al mishkafen. What you when you lie down. Im nitzchay, and if that works, mutter, then fine. Vim lav, and if still not, you're still finding the Torah is just too too great. Then yizkar lo yemamisa. Remember. 
It's different gear. So I say, Yaske lo yomamiso, but remember the day of death. Don't talk about Yaske lo yomamiso, but Shanema says, Vidoimu selah. There's going to come a day, selah implies eternal. There will come a day, which is Rashi, I think Rashi says, is Dumiya ilomis. There's going to come a day when there will be, not eternal, but silence for a much longer period of time. That is the day of death. When a person remembers there's going to come a day of reckoning, with that he'll be able to become his Yetzirah. Another memory, he says. What's Pshat in the Pasuk? And I will give to you, saying Hashem says, I will give to you, Moshe Rabbeinu, literally the tablets of stone, the Luchos, and the Torah, and the and the Mitzvah, that I have written, to teach them. So we break up the Pasuk. Luchos is Edu Aseres Adibris. That's the Luchos, the Ten, ten Commandments. Torah, Zem Mikra. This refers to the Psukim of Torah. Vamitzvah, Zu Mishnah. Mitzvah is connected to Mishnah. I think the reason is, because Rashi said to be Oisik in Mishnah, we're not allowed to pass. And on the contrary, Mishnah, the Gemara says in Sota, anyone who passes from, from uh, Mishnah, he's Mabli Olam, he's, he's the, destroying the world. But I think what it means is that the idea of Oisik, but Oisik with Mishnah is because everything starts from the Mishnah. Mishnah is the beginning of Teresh Valpeh. From the Mishnah, we go to the Gemara all the way through to the Shulchan Aruch, but it all starts the Asek in in uh, in in, uh, in Mishnah. Al Mitzvah Zu Mishnah. Asher Kosavti that I have written. Eilu Neviim Uksuvin that refers to the Nach. Lahiroisam to teach them Zeh Gemara. That's the Gemara. From Gemara we can paskin. Melami this teaches us Shekulam Nitzanu Lameshem Misinai that everything the whole Torah. From Teresh Bichsav to Teresh Balper, through to the Halacha, all of it was given to Moshe at Sina. That's the Etzin Halacha, I'll give you the whole lot, says Hashem. Omar Rabbi Yitzchak. Says Rabbi Yitzchak. Now he's going to tell us two things about Kriyashima. Kolakone Kriyashima al-Mitose. Anyone who reads Kriyashima when he goes to bed, ki ilu oichis cherev shal shetei piyos biyodos. It's as if he's got a two-sided sword in his hand. <coughs> To kill the Mazikin, Rashi says, Shenema, as it says, Roimamos Kelbigreinom. The Sephosikin Tehillim, we say in the Halalukas in, in Davening, Roimamos Kelbigreinom, the exaltations of God is in their throat. The Chere Pifios Biodom. Then they'll have a sword of Pifios, is a double edged sword, Biodom in their hand. Ask the Gomorrah, Me'e Mashma, from where is it Mashma that we're talking about Kriyashima here? She says, the exaltations of God. Oma Mazutra said Mazutra Vitema Ravashi and Sun says it was Ravashi Me Resha Dinyana. Go back one Posik, it's from the beginning. Because the Posik beforehand says, Ya'alazu Khasidim Bakhavid. The righteous ones, the Khasidim will Ya'alazu will, will uh, exalt, whatever you have to use different words here, but uh with with uh, with Kovid, Yerananu Al Mishkalosam, they will sing songs. Al Mishkavosam on their bed. That's Kriyashima. Uchsibatre. And the next possible rites is written after that. Romanos Kelbigronom. Since they've got the exaltations of Hashem in their throats, the Cherub Pifios Biodom, they'll have the double sword, double edged sword in their hands. That's the first memory of Rabbi Yitzchok. With that, you can kill the Mazikin. But Omar Rabbi Yitzchok, by the way, there's a very interesting Me'iri where he talks about the Mazikin. I think he says, it's from memory, I think. I once saw this in Iri, he says, Mazikin is not the, the demons and the I think he says it, it's Deus Kosos. 
It's bad hashkof. It's bad uh, things which can lead the person astray in life. That's what mazi can refer to. Kriyashma will straighten you up. Torah with emuna. That that straightens the person up. Sorry. Very good. He's asking, what's the double edge? What's the double edge sword? Keep that question for a second. Oh, Bezos Hashem will answer that. Anyone who reads Kriyashma on his bed, the Mazikin will keep away from him. They'll distance themselves from him. Shenem, as it says, Uvenei Reshef Yagbihu Uf. It's possible. The Benei Reshef, which I'll leave untranslated for a second, Yagbihu Uf. The Uf, which I'll also leave untranslated for a second. The oof will literally raise them up and others get rid of them. Remove them from him. Says the, so what's the B'nai Reshef? What's the oof? The ain oof el Torah. The word oof always symbolizes Torah. Shanem as it says, Hasoif The post says initially, Hasoif If you close your eyes from it, the einenu, it will no longer be there. In other words, if you divert your mind from Torah, don't be surprised if the next time you look at it, you don't understand what's going on. You've got to constantly be involved in Torah. But that's Hasso'if, Einach So there's a connection, there's a bit of a remez to the word Uf. Hasso'if is the connection to Torah. The Ein Reshef. What about Bnei Reshef? The Ein Reshef Adam Azikim. The word Reshef always connects to Azikim. Shanem, as it says, Mezeirov, the Pasuk in Azinu. Mezeirov, the bloats, bloating of famine. Uluch Rumei Reshef. And the, uh, well, these Luchumei Reshef is the I think they translate it as the, the, the flaming or the, the burning Reshef, which we're now going to, we'll leave it for a second untranslated. The Ketev Meriri, and the cutting down of the Meriri of the afternoon demons, the evening demons. Now you'll see that we've got, on the one hand, we've got Mezerov, is suffering, it's Yesurim, the suffering of famine. At the other side of the passage, you've got the Ketev Meriri, the cutting down of the demons. And sandwiched in between is the word Reshef. These flaming Resha. What's, what's the Resha? So in this stage of the Gemara, we're going to say that we learn it from the Meriri. Just like the Meriri are harmful demons, Mazikin, so too the Resha is Mazikin. It's harmful spirits. So let's plug that all back into the original Potuk. We know now Resha means Mazikin. Uf is Torah. So it says, Uvenei Resha, the Mazikin, the harmful spirits, Yadbihu Uf. The Torah will raise them up, will remove them. That's the second member of Rabbi Yitzchak. Now, there's an obvious question here. What's going on? Two Marmorim of Rabbi Yitzchak seem the same. No, on the contrary. You're asking that the two Marmorim of Rabbi Yitzchak seem to be saying the same. No. The stronger question than that. They're not the same. That, that's the question. Why? In one he said, you've got a two-edged sword. And Rashi said, maybe, maybe I didn't stress well enough, Rashi said, to kill the Mazikin. And the next memory says, they'll keep well away from you. It doesn't say you'll kill them, it just says Mazikin will keep well away from you. You've got a protection. Both are talking about Kriyashima, anyone who reads Kriyashima Mitosu. So what's going on here? Same person speaking here. What are you going to say? Okay, so you want to suggest 
that it's really you've got the ability to kill them, but because they know you're gonna you're gonna kill them with your kriyashmal, I'll keep that away. Good, could be. But I think there could be a, such a the answer is so maduyuk in the Gemara. Look at the Sukimi quotes. Remember the question which uh, was was uh, was raised before. What's the double-edged sword? And let's go back to the original Gemara, the Gemara I said earlier. I said to remember. We said that a Talmud Chacham, Rav Nachman says, he doesn't need to say Kriyash Malamita. Why? He's got the Torah to protect it. So the buy it up. But Torah is not enough. You need something else. And what's that? You still need to say one posuk, Biyotchav Kedruchi. That's an expression of Emunah. So I know what that means to say is that this. Kriyash has two, if you want, advantages, two strengths. Kriyashma on the one hand is Pesukim of Torah. But number two is, Kriyashma has an advantage over any other Torah. Because whereas Torah is Torah, Kriyashma is not just Torah, it's also an expression of Kabbalah Salamah Shalayim, it's an expression of Emunah. It's an expression of our belief, our trust in Hashem. So says Abaye, yeah, you may be a Talmud Chacham, so you're going to be going over your learning, but he says, with that, that's not enough. You also need an expression of Emunah. So for that, say the Kidruchi, that I trust in you, Hashem, you'll look after me at night. That's the two things that Kriyashim Alamitz has got these two things. Torah and Amunah. It's well worth remembering it's the Daf Yudalafim. We'll see later on other Gemaras where we speak about Kriyashim Alamitz. It's got these two elements. It's Torah and Amunah. Now look at this. Rabbi Yitzchok says, anyone who reads Kriyashim Alamitz, He's got a two-edged sword. What's the two edges? Torah and Amunah. And he says, how do I know? And look at the Posse quotes. Roma mos kel That's praises to Hashem. It's not just Torah. It's not just the miros This is exaltations. I'm singing praises to you, Hashem. As we explained yesterday, we brought the Rabbi Yono with Geulah. The whole idea of singing praises to Hashem is because we believe in you. That's the, the ultimate expression of betochen in you, Hashem. So he's bringing you the posk. He says, anyone who reads Kriyashima as an expression of Bitoch and as an expression of Emunah, exaltations of praises to Hashem, he's got a double-edged sword. Ah, if you've got a double-edged sword, you've got Torah plus Emunah, you'll be able to kill the Masikin. Why? Why? The answer is because Hashem Ishmael Chama. As we saw with Amodi, if you trust in Hashem, Hashem will wage your wars for you. He'll be the one who will kill the Masikin. But then says Rabbi Yitzchok, You've got a different person. Somebody who reads Kriyashima. As what? Just as Torah. What's the Potsky <coughs> quotes in the second memra? Is Hasoif Eina, sorry, Uvenei Resha Fiyak Fihu Uf. Vein Uf Elo Torah. If you read Kriyashima just as an expression of Torah, which ultimately would always be, Kriyashima would always be Torah. Even if you don't, if you're not Makabal or Mark Shemaim, you don't, you're not cognizant that you want to express your Amun and Hashem. Ah, Torah is still a protection. The Gemara says in Soto, Torah is always a protection. It may not kill the Mazikin, but it's a protection. The Mazikin will keep well away. That will give you a protection. You may not have the two-pronged sword. You're not going to be able to kill the Mazikin, because if you don't put your emunah in Hashem, then as we saw with Amodik, Hashem doesn't fight your battle. Hashem is Hashem will fight your battle if you put your emunah in Hashem. And therefore, says Rabbi Yitzchot, you can get two different people reading Kriyashima. So you get the first person who reads it as or He reads it as an expression of not just Torah, it's an expression of both Torah and Amunah. Then you've got the double-edged sword. 
and Hashem will fight your battle for you, you put your trust in Hashem, and he'll kill the Mashiachim. But then says Rabbi Yitzchak, even if you don't do it as that, you just do it as an expression of Torah, even that, as Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak said, that would be enough for a, for a Tamil Chacham. It will give you protection from the Mazikin. Mazikin b'deilin ayimenu, shenema But ultimately, obviously, we want to read Kriya Shema as an expression of both, and with that, we'll be able to kill the Mazikin, which especially if we bear in mind the Me'iri, i.e. straighten up our Ashkofos, not just give us protection from bad Ashkofos, it will give us the straight Ashkofos and bring us closer to our Kodesh Baruch Hu.